Hey guys, it's Carly Duke with Holiday Heathens here to tell you everything you need to know about the holiday season. So, I've actually been kind of AWOL for a little while, but I guess not really because since it's the beginning of my podcast, I can kind of determine how long is AWOL. But for me, I already had a video planned earlier this week and I had already filmed the episode and then I deleted it because I hated the way that I sounded and I felt like I could redo it and do better. So I guess that's what we're going to do today. Um, Halloween season has started, um, which, well, for crazy people like me who are starting it in September. In fact, I just uh, decorated today. I had went to at-home Walmart, Home Goods. Marshalls, Michaels, you know, all the, all the typical hot spots for, um, Halloween decorating, and, um, yeah, I kind of threw up Halloween in my room, which you might have thought that I would have had some decorations to start out with, but, um, I actually hate Halloween. <gasps> oh my god. Um, yeah, Halloween is my least favorite holiday, until, until now, until now, but, um, yeah, I've always had the worst luck with Halloween. In fact, September 1st of this <laughs> this year, so just a few days ago when I dropped my first episode, not even two hours <laughs> after I dropped my first episode, my cat died. And that was awful, by the way, <laughs> the way that we just kind of started off the Halloween season with that. But honestly, I think it was the perfect way to start off the Halloween season because why not start off the two months of death with, um, my cat, so we'll be adding his ashes to my decorations this year, oh my god, I'm so sorry, if you've had an animal pass, you know, let's hope you're doing all right now, um, but yeah, so we're just gonna talk about my bad luck with Halloween this year, um, but first, we're gonna listen to some Halloween music, so... Here's your Halloween radio. (laughs) To avoid copyright, I will be singing my own rendition of the Monster Mash. He did the mash. He did the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It was almost a flash. He did the mash. He did the Monster Mash. Ow woo. Ow 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 woo. That was my rendition of the Monster Mash on Holiday Heathens Radio. Um, sorry, I don't know why I did that. It's really early. It's actually midnight right now. Um, so I'm just kind of going insane in the membrane. Um, yeah, let's kind of go ahead and get started into um, my awful luck with Halloween. So I think it starts dating back all the way to when I was a young child, probably three or four years old I just know that it was my first time going trick-or-treating now if I'm going to be honest I don't recollect much of this night but I have been told by my parents which I trust as you should um that it was an awful night for me so 
I was going trick-or-treating, and it was, like, the first starts of the houses. Like, we hadn't been trick-or-treating that long. Um, I was little. I was just starting to walk, so whatever time that is in baby years or whatever, it was walking, walking baby time. So, it was just the first few houses, and, of course, I walked all high and mighty up to the door, and this guy pops out in a clown mask at, like, a tiny child as me. And so, of course, I get spooked, and I run away, and I'm freaking out, because I'm like, what was that? That was not human. And then, to top it all off, their dogs, like, ran out and jumped on top of me, and I fell. So, first trick-or-treating was a nightmare. Um, now, following that, um, I was, I've always been, like, an anxious little child or whatever, um, which if you know me, then, then you know that I hate anything scary, um, or at least I, I used to, and so Halloween has never been my thing, like, I've, I've always hated going trick-or-treating, I love the candy part, but then there always has to be that one house that, like, has to scare you, and so you're always on edge the whole night, because you don't know which house is gonna be the one to scare you, so that's why I stopped going trick-or-treating after, like, seven years old, because I was just like, I can't take the idea of, like, being on edge the whole night, because I feel like kids that, grow up having anxiety or just being scared of everything like we don't understand why Halloween is what it is I don't understand why people intentionally go out to be scared um that was never really my my thing I just didn't I don't understand it (laughs) because I'm scared on a daily basis by things that shouldn't be and so um why do I have to put that extra pressure on myself? Anyways, um, one of my most traumatic Halloween memories, uh, thanks to my parents, were uh, the SeaWorld, the SeaWorld Halloween Horror Nights, which I don't know if that's what their name is, so don't quote me on that, but it's basically the off-brand version of Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, except it's at SeaWorld. And it's not what it seems like, like there's not people walking around in like bloody dolphin outfits, um, or like Shamu costumes, it's definitely not that, um, it's haunted houses, it's weird creepy doll clown things, um, I don't know, there's just scare actors everywhere, and you'd think that they would market it for children, and they do, but they only market it for like, up until sundown. And every year, my parents would always take me and my sister because they would have all the trick-or-treat trails. You could dress up. Um, They would have, like, the spooky Elmo characters out. I don't know. They would have the Count Dracula saying, it was fun during the day, you know? Like, that's, that's, that was fun. But the minute the sun went down, like, we weren't prepared. We didn't have enough time to get out of the park. I feel like my parents just were hoping that one day I would finally be able to not be terrified, but it was actually quite the opposite, like, the the older I got, I think the worse it became, <laughs> so the scare actors would always come out, like, at sundown, you know, like, the minute that it started to peak the sun over the trees, they were coming out, and I mean, these people were ruthless, they didn't run after adults, they ran after children, like, children that were my age, I'm gonna say that I was probably seven or eight, of this instance that I'm going to talk about in a second, because this is the one that I remember the most, 
this and the time that my mom forced me through the haunted house at SeaWorld, but we're not going to talk about that today. It's, it's whatever. But I feel like in this instance, I was probably eight or nine, and I mean, I was mortified. I, I knew that things were starting to happen because, like, the music changed. It wasn't Elmo fun music anymore. It was, like, really weird noises, and it didn't sound right, and then fog started coming out of nowhere. I was like, that's not right either. I don't think that's supposed to happen. Like, they pulled out all the stops to introduce these these weird demon things in. And of course I knew that it wasn't real. Like, I obviously knew that these were people that are employed and probably not getting paid a lot of money to do this. But for some reason, I felt like these people might kill me. And my mom told me, she was like, they can't touch you. They can't do anything like that. But they were running after children. So obviously I thought that something was wrong with them. And so I think at the time, we were over in a gift shop because... I'm now traumatized from this one scare actor, and I didn't know that this was such a popular character until I went into Spirit Halloween the other day, and they literally had an animatronic for this character, and I'm like, what? Like, I, it brought back awful memories, and I think that's why I had to talk about this, is because I didn't realize how traumatic this instance was for me. So it's not like a copyright character or anything like that. It's nothing popular out of a movie, um, or at least none of this, the horror movies that I've seen, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, <laughs> this is just like a weird combination of things that just happens to make something awfully terrifying and ironic. So we're standing outside of this gift shop. Well, I'm standing inside. They're kind of outside. Now, I'm going to try to help you visualize this because since this is a podcast, it's like you can't really be here with me, but I'm going to I'm going to try to engage your senses, okay? It smells like a theme park, obviously. Um there's a lot of fog everywhere. It was kind of cold because it was the fall. And I'm in like this weird wood gift shop. Like it looks like a little log cabin, okay? really tiny, and we're at this T road, so if you know what a T road is, just imagine we're at, like, the bottom of a T, and I can't go right or left without going straight, so if you can envision a T, that's what I'm seeing, and straight across from me is this infamous pig butcher, now, you hearing that, you might be kind of confused, like, uh, or maybe you're not, because apparently this pig butcher is a very famous character, um, it's kind of ironic though, right? Because it's like a slaughterhouse. Okay, anyways. So, straight ahead of me, there's like this weird slaughterhouse set up. And there's just a lot of like meat hanging, but it's not like your typical meats. It's like humans. So, it's kind of like a switch type thing. Like, suddenly the pigs have gone mad. I don't know. But it's this guy in like a butcher outfit. And he's walking around with this butcher knife. And he has a pig head on. And the pig head is like awfully realistic. And I had never seen this before, and so it just gave me something new to be scared of, because I knew to stay away from, like, zombies, clowns, dolls, you know, the typical stuff that they usually throw at you for Halloween, but, um, I really wasn't expecting a pig butcher, that's not what I was looking for, and so it kind of made me awfully afraid of pigs and butchers for, like, a few years, and I still am, because obviously when I walked into Spirit Halloween and saw that they had a big... Uh, pig butcher animatronic it was like eight feet tall and it was oinking I was like this is not this is not it anyways this scare actor is 
like the most awful like I feel like this guy has some mental issues because he was running after children in strollers now I understand if you're running after like 10 year olds 9 year olds 8 year olds you know ones that you can mess with these were like babies like I think he had a problem with children young young children like maybe maybe I you know what I don't even know his home life so I'm not even gonna speak on it but basically this guy was just ruthless and so I didn't know how to get through because I couldn't turn right I couldn't turn left I could only go I had to pass this pig butcher and I just wasn't feeling it you know like I couldn't do it I froze up but apparently my flight instincts kicked in because next thing I know I'm running and I can't really remember much after that because I honestly I think that trauma has blocked out most of it thankfully but let's just say that um I finally made it out into a safe zone but um, I, I was definitely being chased, and I can't remember if it was my parents, if it was scare actors, if it was strangers. You know what? I don't even know, okay? Because at that point, I was gone. You know, I was like Forrest Gump. But, I mean, I just feel like, why is why has this been a holiday that has been taught to terrorize children? And I'm glad that I did my last episode where at least I can understand. But I literally felt like those little Dutch children like, running away from these awful people, because why, oh my god, who puts a pig butcher out to terrorize children? Anyway, that's pretty much my most traumatic experience when it comes to Halloween, and I know it doesn't sound as traumatic, but if you were there in the moment, okay, you would have understood, um, maybe not, because, uh, listen, I don't know. Um, I think that's all that I wanted to talk about for this episode, Um, because I feel like I get off on tangents a lot, so I could honestly make, like, an hour-long podcast episode of me just talking for hours. I don't have a lot of friends, and my family is kind of busy a lot, so I kind of get tired of talking their ears off, so that's why I kind of made a podcast to talk everybody else's. So, oh, here I go again. I forget so often. Um, oh yeah, we're ending the podcast now. Okay, good job, Kylie. Back on track. (laughs) So, I just, I don't know, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, Please give me suggestions for this podcast, because I honestly have no idea what direction I want to go with this. Um, I've been making a lot of recipes lately, so if you guys want me to, like, start putting that somewhere, I can do that as well. Um, I don't know. I'm just having a really good time this Halloween season so far, and I'm really excited um, for the rest of it. It's not even October yet, and it's still hot here, but once it starts cooling down, I'm so excited. Um, definitely follow my Instagram, um, cause in my bio I have, like, all the different listening platforms. I'm basically on every single podcast listening platform right now. My main ones, though, that I've been getting, like, the most from is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast. Um, I think that's it so far, but I have some more platforms, but I haven't really looked into them yet, but I know that my podcast is on there. So whatever you're listening on, thank you. Um, share the love if you want to, you don't have to, but if you like this podcast and you think people that you know will also like the podcast, then definitely share it. In fact, I've had some Halloween accounts that I followed, um, that have shared the podcast that I said I would give a shout out. So I think that, I'm trying to think of like their exact Instagram names. So one of them is Monster Guard Manor, and that's with like two A's on Monster Guard dot manner i think that's how it's how it's spelled um 
their page is literally so cute um definitely go and check them out along with halloween underscore vibes and i think it's three s's i don't know definitely check them out if not you can always see who i'm following and you'll find them from there but monster guard literally her decorations are so cute she has gone full out halloween i definitely would keep them out all year long if i could if i lived in her house also check out halloween vibes because they post a lot of cute stuff and i really like just keeping up with the halloween accounts because they honestly post a lot of really good finds that they find in the stores and it makes me actually want to go out to the stores and get the stuff so definitely follow them because they they're definitely they're definitely doing it and they shared my podcast which is super nice of them they didn't they didn't even have to do that but they did and so thank you so much to them go ahead and follow them they're awesome definitely gives you the greatest vibes for halloween but um yeah i think that's all that i wanted to talk about today um probably won't make another podcast for a little while i'm gonna wait for the idea to come to me it probably will eventually but i'm just gonna wait for it too um but yeah uh guess keep keep being spooky i don't really know how to end these yet i'll figure it out someone send me an outro song um it's the holiday heathens all right bye (laughs)